Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. Hey everyone, it's Joy here and welcome to another episode of Melanin and Miles. I'm so excited for this episode because I will be breaking down my two-day trip to Disneyland in Anaheim, California. I went as a Disney adult. I went one day as a solo traveler and then I went another day with a friend. So I will also be talking about what it's like to go by yourself versus with someone else, just all the tea. So if you are excited, maybe get out a pen and paper or some notes so you can plan your Disney trip as well. I have so much to talk about like planning, um, what to bring, how to plan your rides, my itinerary I followed in each park. Um, food and all of that good stuff. So let's get started with planning. So when it comes to planning your trip, mainly you just have to get your tickets and I got that from the Disney website. Um, So I went on the Disney website and you look at basically the full month calendar and you decide the day or days that you want to go to the Disneyland parks. Um, Disneyland in California only has two parks. That's Disneyland and California Adventure. Unlike the one in Orlando where there's like so many different parks and you have to be there for many, many days. um, This is a little bit different. So I decided to do one park each day over two days but some people actually visit both parks in one day which I now think is feasible if you are getting there as early as possible and you have a plan and you're not taking any breaks or anything like that so it's really up to you how many days you have and things like that if you want to get the park hopper tippet ticket and then go to one park each day if you do that I would start with California Adventure and then just go through the rides as quickly as possible and then go to the other park halfway through or you can go to one park each day if you find that you can only do one park I think it's pretty hard to figure out which is the best park to go to if you have kids definitely go to Disneyland Um, but I heard a lot of people say when being an adult California Adventure is like quote-unquote better but I actually would actually have been okay with just going to Disneyland I had so many um fun experiences on the rides I like the shows they had so I think it could go either way um and I will explain my itinerary in each and maybe that will help you better decide but I say if you can only go to park go to classic Disneyland um 
just because you're going to get the traditional Disney experience. They also have some really fun rides over there and some cool experiences for kids if you have kids. So let's talk about getting there. So obviously, if you don't live in California, you'll have to fly out there or drive. You can fly into LAX or Orange County. I flew into LAX, and then my Uber ticket to Anaheim was about $54. But it could be way more. I saw some people pay over $100 to Uber to Anaheim. But obviously, you can get a rental car and things like that. Um, and as far as hotels, I stayed at the Anaheim Marriott, which is basically right across the street from the park. There's so many hotels that are technically right across the street from the park because the park is humongous. So there's tons of hotels in the perimeter of the park. Um, I did not stay at like a Disney hotel or anything, but I did stay at the Anaheim Marriott, which was a really nice hotel. I didn't have any issues with it. The food in the hotel was good and the shuttle picks you up right outside of the hotel or you could walk to the park. Um, speaking of shuttle, there is a shuttle that you can pay $6 to get all day access to the shuttle and it will take you right to the Disney gates. I definitely recommend, especially if it is super hot outside. Um, I visited in June and it was scorching, scorching, scorching hot. So even though I could take the 20 minute walk, I definitely just decided to shuttle there. Now let's get into what to bring actually to the Disney parks. I decided that keeping it light was the best bet because I ended up walking like seven miles each day in the parks. So you don't want to be lugging around a ton of stuff, especially if you're going as an adult with other adults. I think it's a different story if you have kids and strollers and all of that stuff. But what I brought was a very small purse, um, but you can bring backpacks and things in the Disney. But I brought a very small purse and then in there I had a cliff bar. I had a water bottle that I carried um and then i also took a hoodie that i kept around my waist the whole day because i knew at night in california it gets pretty cold and i wanted to stay for the fireworks show um sunscreen definitely um wear sneakers for sure like you are going to be walking all day and you do not want your feet to start hurting um i wore my nike um 270s and my feet did not hurt like until the very 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 end when I was walking back to the shuttle so that was great definitely wear a hat and I even saw people with umbrellas like Anaheim's heat is relentless there's no clouds there's no shade there's barely any like fans or like sprayers around Disney which I was shocked I was like this is definitely a hazard like people could be passing out so you definitely want to have that I even saw people with those miniature fans which probably came in clutch um so definitely have that a travel size deodorant I would say if you definitely just want to freshen up halfway through the park I did not take this but it was something I was like this would have been nice to have um and just overall keep it light you don't need to take everything obviously your wallet but even at times you don't necessarily need your wallet because you could order food through the app and things like that but there are some like stands throughout the park where you do um have to use a card but you don't even need your whole wallet just take like the one card you need so let's get into rides so 
first things first, make sure you have the Disneyland app because this is where you will see the wait times for all the rides. You'll see the map where you, it will show you like actually in real time where you are on the map and it's just the best thing ever. Um, the app will run your battery down. So I would say even though you have the app, I actually plan my rides in the Apple Notes app, took a screenshot and then saved it as my phone's um, screensaver so that I could quickly see what I was doing next and all of that good stuff. Um, another thing you can add on to your reservation is called Genie Plus. And if you've been to Disney in the olden days, it used to be just like called Fast Pass. But Genie Plus is a way you can make a reservation for a certain time to get on a ride and have a fast track lane where you're skipping the longer standby line and you have wait times as quick as five minutes or less. Um, up to, I think the longest I waited in the um, Genie Plus lane was like 30 minutes for the Indiana Jones ride, but it's way quicker than like the hour and a half wait that it had. So let's get into my itinerary for each park. So the first day I went to Disneyland by myself. And you know what? If you're thinking about going to Disneyland by yourself, you can definitely do it. There's literally nothing wrong with that. You get through everything that you want to do and you're just enjoying the park as yourself so the first thing I got there was I went to Tiki juice bar because I wanted Dole Whip and it was really hot outside so that's how I wanted to start my day and then I actually went to the little show there the um, enchanted Tiki room because I had ordered on the app and I still had like 30 minutes to wait until I could get my Dole Whip so I um, went into that show which was kind of cute definitely for kids but it passed the time and I had air conditioning then I went on Splash Mountain, then I went through the single rider line. So Splash Mountain is the water ride that's at Disneyland. Um, I barely got wet, but it was still pretty fun. I went through the single rider line after waiting in the regular line for like 30 minutes. And I was like, let me go walk around and see if I can find the single rider line. And then that I think I waited for like 20 minutes um, or less. After that, I went on Matterhorn Bobsleds that also had a single rider line. I thought that ride was pretty fun. Um, it was kind of like anticlimactic. Um, I thought it would be like more intense, but it wasn't. Um, I tried to get on all the rides with single rider availability first. Then I got on the Buzz Lightyear ride. Um, this had a super duper long line. It was very hot waiting in line, but um, still I love Toy Story, so I waited in line for that. Next, I went to AutoZone, which is like the car, um, the area where you can ride like a little miniature car. So I like that. The weight wasn't too bad. Then I had a um, Genie Plus reservation for Space Mountain. Space Mountain is a classic, like super fun. Definitely get on that. It's like one of the only like thrill rides at Disneyland. I think there's like maybe one other. Then I went on Jungle Cruise, which is a cute like boat ride where there's like um, animal animatronics and there's like a guide, jungle guide that takes you through the um, river. And it's actually like a pretty good duration. So it's something that you could just chill on. Then I got dinner. Um, I actually paid for a um, dinner reservation that gave you like better access to the show but honestly the dinner was disgusting so i definitely don't want to ever do that again unless i'm going to like one of the fancier restaurants um 
honestly in Disney you're just good going to like the various stands and just getting snacks and food along the way then I saw the 9 p.m. show for Fantasmic and then I saw the fireworks right afterwards. This was actually very, very good. Like I first I thought, oh, I don't want to see like this show because like that's probably just for kids. But it was honestly one of the best things I saw that whole day. Fantasmic. I wouldn't pay extra to get any special views. Like you could literally see that show from anywhere and you can just walk up to a good spot. And this is great if you're by yourself because you can find a really good spot to watch it. After that, I had a Genie Plus for Indiana Jones, and this, I had a Genie Plus, but like I said, I waited for a very long time. Um, the actual line to get in is very unique because you're not actually standing in line, you're walking through tons of ropes and guided things until you finally get to the ride. Then I also had a Genie Plus for Big Thunder Mountain, but after that, I was exhausted. It was like... 10 30 p.m. so I went home so those are all the rides I got on at Disneyland I thought Disneyland was super duper fun as far as food at Disneyland I had the Mickey beignets which were bomb I had corn on the cob and Dole Whip as far as like my Disney type snacks so good 10 out of 10 so that was Disneyland. So let's get into California Adventure. Um, so Disney's California Adventure is what people say is better for adults. But honestly, I feel like it didn't have as many rides. But in reality, I think we got through the rides way faster. So like by the time it was 5 p.m., we were out of the park. So at Disney California Adventure, the first thing we did when we got there, we got to the park about 9 a.m., was get on cars. Oh, and before I say that, um, I got to Disneyland at like 2 p.m. So I got there at 2 p.m., left at like 10.30 p.m. Um, I went there immediately after I got checked into my hotel after my flight got into LAX. Um, and then California Adventure, I got there at 9 a.m. and left around 5:30 p.m. and I definitely would recommend getting to each park as early as possible because we got through everything super quick at California Adventure. So first we got on Cars. Um, cars was actually pretty fun, really cute. Like I love Cars Land. I love there's so many places for pictures when you're walking up around the ride. Um, and then the Cars ride was very very cute. Um, and then there's it's pretty slow like for the first half. And then there's a little race where you race the other party um, in the car. Um, during the second half of the ride. Then I got on Incredicoaster, which is like the biggest roller coaster between both parks. And I think that's why they say it's but this park is better for adults because it does have this roller coaster. Um, we this is the day that I went with my friend Nyla. Both of us got on Incredicoaster. She was actually scared to get on it because she doesn't like roller coasters, but she ended up liking it and we got on it two times. So Incredicoaster is definitely a fan favorite. Then we got on the Toy Story ride. Um, it's very similar to the Buzz Lightyear ride, but still very fun um, if the line isn't too bad. Then we got on Goofy Sky School, which is kind of like those carnival rides where you're getting on the mouse ride, if you remember that roller coaster. Um, very fun as well. Then we got on the Golden Zephyr, which is just swings. Um, 
And we also got on like a different type of swings. Um, so there's like two types of swing rides that's given carnival, just super fun and chill. No long lines for those. Then we got on the Grizzly ride. I can't remember the full name of this ride, but that's basically the water ride there. And that's where I lost my hat. So it was actually, um, yeah, I lost my hat on that ride, but very fun. And the wait, I don't think the wait was that long, but I think we did get in the single rider line for that. After that, we got on the Monsters, Inc. ride. And this was, to me, more about just like um, aesthetics and like living the movie rather than it actually being a ride. But I was very impressed with how much detail they put into the ride and very nostalgic if you're a Monsters, Inc. fan. We also saw the Spider-Man show where you see like the animatronic Spider-Man swing across a building. Very cute. Um, it just happens like outside, like we couldn't find it for a second, but like there's no actual like space for it. You just stand outside and wait for him to swing over the building. And then we ended the day with Soren. Um, Soren is actually an indoor ride and I thought it was gonna be pretty lame, but it was actually very fun and um, the actual like graphics and everything really make you think you're flying around the world. So definitely recommend Soren. Um, as far as food at California Adventure, we did the turkey leg, which was good. I also got a like a stuffed hot dog, which was very, very good, like surprisingly good. Um, Nala got ice cream, I think, which she very much liked. And I don't think we didn't do any like sit down things after we left California Adventure. We walked through downtown Disney because Nala wanted some beignets. So um, you can also get beignets in, in um, downtown Disney, but they're not the Mickey shaped ones, but still very much the same thing. Um, other than that, downtown Disney is a cool place to actually get dinner or something rather than in the Disney parks. Um, if you want just like better tasting food, I think, and that's not like super expensive. But overall, I didn't find the food prices to be expensive. I think when you're going into the sit down restaurants, that's when it gets very expensive. But if you just stick to the stands, things were like $5, $6 um, and I think if you're a solo traveler there um, that you can definitely get away with not spending a crazy amount on food. So yeah, that's my full Disney breakdown. Um, I had a very, very, very good time. Had some great pics, great videos. I posted my experience on TikTok, so go follow me on TikTok at joywade underscore. And yeah, that's my Disney guide. I hope you guys enjoyed. Hopefully I can go to Disney Orlando soon. That's really what it made me want to do. It made me want to go to all the parks like Orlando, Tokyo, Paris. Like I just want to go to all the parks now and see like what's different and unique about each. But yeah, I recommend going solo or with a friend. I wouldn't go in a big group. That just seems very annoying. Uh, but other than that, um, that's basically it. I hope you guys enjoy and can get your way out to Disneyland soon.